You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It's the JR Sport Brief show on CBS Sports Radio, and we are being inundated with messages from repo people. Yeah, repo people. Shut up. Repo people? Is that a politically correct? <laughs> You're right, sir. I say repo, man. I'm going to get yelled at by a, a woman. Am I going to get canceled, Shep? Uh, JR, no, you are not, my friend. Yeah, I don't give a damn about that. Crap. No, no, no. Repo man, repo wo- Shout outs to the repo women. I don't know. That sounds cool to say a repo woman. Uh, yeah, if you're a repo woman, much love to you. I know there's a woman out there listening to me. She is on her way to repossess a car. She's a bad mamma jamma. Anyway, it's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. I'm going to be hanging out here with you for the next two hours. I get started at 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific. If you have no idea why I am referring to a repo man or repo woman, it's because we had one call. Nobody wants to see the repo person. Anyway... This has been a busy week in the world of sports. Obviously, the NBA trade deadline came and went on Thursday. Half of the NBA has switched teams. The most important thing that you need to know, obviously, that Kevin Durant is now a member of the Phoenix Suns. The Brooklyn Nets are garbage. The Los Angeles Lakers have gotten young and athletic. They bring in a player like Mo Bamba. Patrick Beverly is gone. Hey, Shep, where did, where did that man get sent again? Man, I... I... It's, it's been so much there. Give, give, give me 10 seconds. <laughs> yeah, there are so many players. There are so many damn guys on different teams. Matisse Thibel is – Matisse okay. Thibel, he's – Right. He's a Portland Trailblazer. I mean, he's, I mean he's, a, he's a magic now, but that's not going to last. Oh, well, they, pa- Patrick Beverly. Patrick Beverly. Yes. Who wants this guy, man? Why doesn't he just sit around and do a podcast? Well, that's what he should he... retire. Oh, see, I see. The thing is about Pat Bev is he can still be very good in crucial moments, but he is an old thirty-four years old because he has played all out. He never conserves his energy, and so right now he can't play you thirty, thirty-five minutes a game. But he can give you moments, Jr. Jr. You, you, this was not too long ago. You remember when he was with the Clippers? They don't make it to the conference finals without Patrick Beverly. He can still play. He's just a reserve role at this point. Yeah, shut up. He should retire. <laughs> well, why don't you just shut up and retire? You want are you looking for a uh you looking for a co host, no. the, the JR and Pat Bev show? Oh my god. That would be a good listen. No, he is unbearable. But he but he wouldn't stop talking though. That's oh the my problem. God. Yeah. That man yeah. is unbearable. And you and the FCC would be very fast friends. You'd be on the phone with them every day. Not that's why I say not me. Yeah. Minnesota Timberwolves was that was a playing game. The man jumped on the table like he won the NBA Finals. Jr., you you talk to thousands of people. It seems like every single night. How many fans? How many people you associate with always say, "Why can't a pro athletes play every game like it's their last?" That man does it night in and night out. No, he is a pain in the ass. True, too. That's what he is, and I wish he had more game. If he had some game, he'd still be a Los Angeles Laker. A tough crowd tonight, Jim. I'm just saying he's a he's a bum, and I'm not an NBA player, so I can call him a bum. Jr. He's been 
This guy was undrafted. He was overseas. He's made a 12-year career in the NBA. He was a starter by year two for the Rockets. He's not a bum. You know that. No, no, no. I know his resume. I, I know what he's done. Right. I know what he has accomplished. Of course. This season, he has been a bum. It's tough to play with LeBron, Jr. In fairness, it's so send very... him back to Minnesota, and he could just be a he could be a, a big fish in a small pond okay. of bums. And and that and that's what's happening with him. It's what's happening with Thomas Bryant. It's what's happening with Russell Westbrook. All those guys could not coexist and play with Jared. It's funny because I have not heard you talk about this in great detail, and I don't know. And I'm sure you're going to get to this at some point. I know you got a whole rundown. You always prepare seven, eight hours in advance. But you know, LeBron's quote unquote BFF was not happy whatsoever. You know what I'm talking about, right? Oh, yeah, he does. Well, he does right now on his team. That's why he's there. That's why they traded, speaking of, how, speaking of half the league getting traded, half the team got traded for this guy. And he couldn't have been less happy, less emotional, when LeBron actually broke Kareem's record. He was sitting the whole time. Yeah, yeah, Anthony Davis. Yes, sir. I don't think it's a big deal. Okay. I don't. I okay. mean, I... Obviously, he wasn't enthusiastic about it. What are we supposed to do? JR, if you won the Marconi Award, I'd be standing up the whole time just elated for you, knowing how hard you've worked your whole career, knowing who you are. I wouldn't be sitting down like it's another moment in the park. So what is this? so? What's the deal here? What are we supposed to assume outside of he was uninterested in that moment? That's, that's a bad look. That's a bad look when you have something happen for the first time in 40 years. And that's yeah, the guy you've been with for four years, and you won an NBA championship with him. You never won a playoff round before you played with him. And even and you're not standing up one time, and every other teammate so, is up off the bench? Cor- correct. So, But what next? So what are we supposed to do? Is So is Anthony Davis a, a bad teammate? Is he a bad person? Does he hate LeBron's guts? Like, what are we supposed to surmise from that I saw, besides I saw, he didn't care? I saw Wade. I saw Richard Jefferson. I didn't see a lot of LeBron former teammates there for the record. It's tough oh, to so play with LeBron people, James. You think people hate LeBron? I, I'm not. No, I'm not saying people hate LeBron. I do not think it's the easiest thing in the world to play with him. I think yeah, that is. Of his, course not. It's okay. a pressure cooker. <laughs> well, I, I, I think there's a lot of things LeBron James does off the court, and he's like. Well, I, I think he has his own set of rules. I think he can wear wear thin on people. I think Kyrie takes a bad rep for wanting to leave in 2017. I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that he couldn't stand LeBron anymore. He can say whatever he wants the last five years and how they've come to a kumbaya moment and how he now well, appreciates him. Well, that was him. clear. He, didn't right. wanna, he had a reporter <laughs> right. say, hey, how is LeBron like a father figure? He's sure. like, what are you talking about? Sure, exactly. All, all I'm saying is I don't hold it against Pat Bev that he couldn't make the situation in L.A. work given the guy he was playing with in LeBron James. And then it seems like besides the bubble, Anthony Davis is no longer close to being the player he was with the Pelicans, and he's 30 years old. I understand injuries happen, but you don't regress that fast. Something's up there. Pat Beverly is more of a basketball pain in the ass than anything. I know how you feel about him these days. Yeah, no, what you, what you say is all valid. I mean, you, you ran down his resume, which is, is legit and valid, and he, he plays hard, he's a pain in the ass, and that's what he gets paid for, and good for him. More recently, Patrick Beverly is more of a of a character than he is a basketball player, let alone a good one. He can go to a bum-ass team and – he can drift back to being a talking head. I'm just saying. Fair point. 
That's what he wants. He ain't thinking about basketball. He's thinking about what he can do while he's sitting around on ESPN all day. Yeah, there was a lot of that. Draymond's another one. You knew the second J.J. Redick was doing the old man of the three, you knew his career was done. Yeah, well, we just had one guy in the NFL. His career's over, too, Tom Brady. Yep, that's right. And he just he just committed, Tom Brady did, to doing another season of our favorite podcast that I have never listened to. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> you listen to it at some points because God knows you do play the audio. But besides that, I hear what you're saying. You don't go out of your way to listen to it. I hey, get it. All the audio I hear comes from digital 30-second clips. Fair enough. I get the Cliff Notes version. I, I really I don't listen to any podcast. I don't. Not at all. Well, I listen to the podcast when all the pertinent information is on a Twitter feed, you know? You mean you don't, you don't re-listen to your four-hour podcast every single night? Uh, why would I? Gotcha. Why? Why would I? Not because it's, it's a good show. That's why. That's why, why would I, I want to listen to myself? Who <laughs> wants to do that? I'm you, on here for how many hours? I'm on the radio a night. You're, you're a, on a week. You're on CBS Four Sports Radio. Five, Twenty. Twenty hours every week, and then five or six hours depending on the um, you know, what, what the Nets are doing on, on WFAN. So I get all that. Wait, but... a, wait, wait a minute. I am talking just about a full day a week. Yeah. Nonstop. Yeah. Why the hell would I want to listen to myself? Because it's entertaining. And we have great callers, and you have great content. I'd want to listen to it again. Just like, why, why does anyone watch the same movie over and over again? Because it's good. Well, not if you win it. <laughs> That's fair. I'm not that damn narcissistic. That's what do fair. I want? That, and you are starring in it, so I get that. Yeah, who wants that crap? You think Leonardo DiCaprio sits down for, you probably. Yeah, well, listen, Leo, Leo, his, Leo's, uh, Leo's not well, doing a lot of sitting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let, me be <laughs> let me be careful here. He's not doing a lot of sitting. We know this. Yeah, I don't know, but uh, I've seen some of the women that he dates. Are they women? They're women, right? They are legal, if that's what you're asking, yes. Anyway, speaking of legalities, Shep, did you hear that uh, Mr. Mr. Brett Favre decided to sue a few people today? Yeah, individuals that you sometimes play audio of as well, correct. I, I So I saw uh, Shannon Sharp today. I was having a conversation with Tim Brown. We're going we're gonna to hear from Tim Brown tomorrow. So uh, Mr. Raider, for all my Raider fans, we'll, we'll talk to Tim Brown. I was talking to Tim Brown, and then Shannon Sharp walked by, and he had a conversation with our, our earlier show. And shout-outs to Maggie and Perloff. I was able to see them and hang out with them this evening as well for a little while. Shannon Sharp got sued by Brett Favre today. Ain't that something? Who else did he sue? Brett Favre, what's the other guy? Uh, Pat McAfee. Oh, Pat McAfee. I saw him the other day, too. You see him uh, with, a, with, like, a tank top? Yeah, he had a tank top on, and he was talking to, uh, he was talking to Seth Rollins from WWE. God, way to make the business look good, Pat. Keep dressing up. Well, uh, there was a guy on Radio Row today. He had on uh, shorts and, and a jacket, a sports jacket. Like athletic shorts, Converse's, Chuck Taylor's, and, and a jacket. How classy. Whatever makes you stand out, right? What do I know? Every day I'm in a hoodie. You know, what am I wearing? No, but you, you dress, you, you, you dress, no, but you dress appropriately, though. That's, a hoodie's fine, but you're not, you're not, you're not showing, like, skin. Like, you're dressing like you're going to work. Nothing wrong with showing skin. Like skin. I don't think guys should be wearing tank tops to work. That's just, that's just my opinion. I don't think it makes the industry look good. Oh, boss man shop. Okay. I'm just I, seriously, I'm just saying. Anyway, 
Well, if I look like Shannon Sharp, I might be wearing tank tops to work. Why not? Shannon Sharp is an NFL Hall of Famer. He can do what he wants. He's one of the ten tightest, greatest tight ends to ever play. How he was omitted off the NFL 100 list is beyond me. Well, now he's being sued. Yeah. Because it won't, Brett it won't Favre, and his, well, Brett Favre's lawyer basically says, was it, what did Will Smith say to, uh, what, what was it, Will Smith to uh, Chris, Chris Rock, Rock yeah. right? He told, keep, you, keep my wife's name out of your, out your mother mouth. Yep. Right. Keeps keep my keep my wife's name. Well, Shannon Sharp ain't saying uh, is Brett Favre, does Brett Favre have a wife? Y- yeah, he, Brett Favre's a grandpa. Brett Favre definitely has a wife. De- Deanna, I believe, is his wife's name. Did he have a wife when the whole Jen Sturger thing went down? Yes, he did. Okay, let's get out of there before I get sued too, okay? That sounds good. <laughs> sounds anyway. Good. Brett Favre decided to sue Shannon Sharp. Where is it? Here we go. Brett Favre sued Shannon Sharp and others for defamation over the Mississippi welfare case. I'm, I'm sure you know by now, uh, Brett Favre is he's being investigated for taking on federal funds that were supposed to be used and sent over to uh, Mississippi welfare recipients and this is a scandal that starts at the the top from the governor all the way down where money that was supposed to be used for people who needed to eat to live that it was siphoned and funneled to folks like Brett Favre and Brett Favre has been saying hey I didn't know where the money came from they just they gave it to me for public speaking that Brett Favre did not do uh, for building a volleyball facility where his daughter Went to college. You're correct, Shep. Yes, he has a daughter. No, he had a wife. Hall of Fame quarterback Brett Favre filed defamation suit against Mississippi State Auditor Shannon Sharp and Pat McAfee. Shannon allegedly referred to Brett as a sleazeball back in September of 2022 and accused Favre of knowingly stealing $1.1 million in welfare funds for speeches Favre never made. Brett's lawsuit claims Shannon refused a request to retract and apologize for the statements. Shannon Sharp and Pat McAfee tried to further their careers by making baseless defamatory allegations against Brett Favre, Brett's spokesman told the Daily Mail. Better keep Brett Favre's name out your mouth. You better chill. Better relax. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Steve is calling from San Diego. You're on the JR Sport Reef Show. What's up, Steve? Yo, what's going on, JR? Uh, I just wanted to give you a quick thanks. I've been listening to the show a long time, but I had to go away for about a month to uh, alcohol treatment. I was in trouble and getting out. You know, I listen to you again anytime I got any urges or whatever, just Listening to the show calms me down, keeps me busy, and I really appreciate you keeping me alive, man. It's a great show. Keep doing what you're doing. Well, thank you, Steve. Appreciate you for calling from San Diego. All the best to you, okay? Thank you, sir. No doubt about it. Shut what, what did that man help translate? He was drinking, and he listens to me to not drink? He was Yeah, he was in an alcohol um, treatment center for oh. about a month. And now he lis- listening to me helps him not drink. Yeah, yeah. So it, it, it you know, the the great thing about radio is that it's structured four hours every night, three hours depending on the the time frame of the show. Right. 
and you give him that space where he can be entertained and get that quote unquote good feeling uh-huh. without having to turn to a bottle of su- or something of substance that would be deleterious to his health. Oh, well, that makes one of us so doing this show <laughs> makes me want to drink. No, it doesn't. Hey, did you hear the guy call last night? Yeah, the Cle- the, the the LeBron caller. I yeah, but you but you yeah, I hear that. But did you hear the guy call the other night and say Patrick Mahomes? <laughs> I don't think he's black. I don't consider him. Did you yeah, hear that? I, I heard I heard that. But but at the same time, when you do take as many calls as you do, I'm gonna get one, one out of one hundred is gonna be a complete idiot. You are going to get those uh, quote unquote, uh, and I hate jackass. to say this, yeah, jackass is an appropriate term. Those those limited idiot. level thinkers, yes. Ignorant. Pedestrian type of people, yes. Oh, my God. That's even worse. Well, to, I, mean, I mean, I mean to, no, to, 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 <laughs> to call up and say Patrick Mahomes is not, does not look black, black enough. I mean, come on, man. You can't be. You, no, it's not. It's not. Look, that. no, 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 Shep. It, it wasn't that Patrick Mahomes did not look black enough. It's that he is not considered to be black. That, that, that's even more insane. How is he not considered to be black? I don't well. I, I don't know because his mom is white, so he's not a hundred percent black. Thus, he's not black. That's that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. That's absolutely ridiculous. Patrick Mahomes know. walks in this. Uh, will walk if he. Patrick Mahomes did not play football, and we didn't know who he was. No one would look at Patrick Mahomes and say, "Well, his 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 mom must you know his mom is white, therefore we can't consider him to be a a, a black man." That's just ridiculous. Hey, hey, look, it's simple to me. Patrick Mahomes has a black daddy. He thinks he's a black man. He considers himself to be a black man. He's black to me. He says he's black. He's black. Who cares? I'm not trying to make light of this. It, um, when you talk about Patrick Mahomes, it, and you've pointed this out, it does seem like he's getting less Kermit the Frog like when he speaks by the season. It's like Mila Kunis. It's like Mila Kunis was a really talented actress on that 70s show. and I'm she a had Meg. a Meg from yes, Family Guy. Yes, exactly. Meg. And she had this voice that for some people it didn't land. But as she's gotten older, she, it, it, it's become more normalized. I, I don't know her, but from Meg from... Uh... Meg from Family Guy. That's it. Well, she's more known as Jackie from that '70s show. That that's that was her claim to fame. She could walk by me right now. I wouldn't know who she is. Wait, you wouldn't you wouldn't know what Mila Kunis looks like? Nope. Ashton Kutcher's wife. They're they're married right now. They're married right now. Yeah. I think I I know what Ashton Kutcher looks like. Depending on his haircut, I you, I think I notice him, but not his wife. You know who she was with before Ashton, by the way. Do people just get tossed around in Hollywood? Oh, apparently, but this was actually for over a decade, and and he was going and he was marrying very well. If that ever Did happened, Brett Favre send photos to her too. So it wasn't Brett Favre. Oh, uh, think Home Alone. Macaulay Culkin. Yep, they were together for about a decade. Macaulay Culkin dated an adult woman. Yeah, Mila Kunis. Yeah, for about. What uh, is Macaulay Culkin doing now? I don't know. I don't know. Probably waiting until uh, you know home, home Christmas to, to come to come out. He doesn't do home. anything anymore, cinema wise. He can do Home Alone 8 as an adult. Lost in, uh, <laughs> let me relax. Let me just. Well, he never made a Home So they made a Home Alone franchise, and he made number two, and that took and place in New York out. City. They and then they said, Macaulay, you're not doing it for us anymore. So they made three and four without Macaulay Culkin, which is insane. Can you imagine doing Mission Impossible without Tom Cruise or Bad Boys, Look, without Will and Martin? Nobody wants to see a teenager run around New York City. <laughs> It, it, That's what New York City looks like now, and it's a disaster. Have you been in Washington Square Park? Of course I have. I, li- I, I live here. You're the one that abandoned us. Have you seen Washington Square Park? Yes. Then I got good reason to abandon New York. <laughs> well, you got to— Places a dump. You got to stick by us, JR. 
I, I, I know Atlanta's lovely and all that, but yeah, it is. I go to New York, I go to Harlem, and I'm on my business. Gotcha. I ain't going to none of that Washington Square Park nonsense for me. I see the videos of the rats. I see the – there was a human pigeon in the park the other day. I'm not lying. He's a human pigeon. A human pigeon? Yeah, it's a, it's a giant human, and it was – Did he forget that – So he forgot to dress up and go to Times Square? He ended up in Union Square? Is that what no, this that's is? Elmo. Or? Leave Elmo in Times Square. Okay. All the dirty. If it's dirty, it's downtown. Yeah. If it's sleazy, it's in Times Square. That's a good way of looking at it. It is. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio, where we are attempting our best not to also be sued by Brett Favre. I don't care. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. We're going to get to your calls on the other side, and then we're going to actually hear from an upstanding individual, someone who, as far as I know, is not being sued for being slanderous or a thief. It's the NFL Man of the Year. His name is Dak Prescott. It's the JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. I love your show uh, every week. I work about 60 hours a week. Every week I get off of work at about midnight and I tune into your show. I, I love your show. I listen to your show every night going home from work and I appreciate you, man. I listen to you on my drive home from work and I appreciate you being you and being fresh, man. Thank you. Call in now at 855 212 4 CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. You know, we've had a busy night. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes is named the NFL's MVP, won the award for the second time in his short career. He's going to try to be the first dude since 1999 to win the NFL MVP and the Super Bowl in the same season. He's trying to pick up where Kurt Warner left off. Okay, go ahead and get it. We talked about the NBA trade deadline. Half the damn league has just moved all over the place. I just told you about Brett Favre suing Pat McAfee and and Shannon Sharp. Brett Favre not appreciating some of their words said and made as he's been investigated for uh, potentially walking away and taking welfare funds from welfare recipients. He says, I know where the money came from. And so to help balance on all of it, and then we also had a our favorite repo man call. And I say favorite. I don't think anybody has a favorite repo man. Hi, David. So to balance things out, let's actually hear from an inspiring story. Dak Prescott was named the NFL Walter Payton Man of the Year. Right here in Phoenix, Arizona, NFL honors took place tonight, and Dak Prescott went up on the stage, and he talked about his biggest influence. And it happened to be his mom, uh, unfortunately, who passed away in, in 2013, 10 years ago, just about, from colon cancer. Uh, take a listen to Dak Prescott. Now, mostly, I want to acknowledge the person who has had the biggest influence on my life, my mother. 
Peggy. My mother was and still is my moral compass. And through my own charitable contributions, I seek to share her strength and courage with the world. It was one of a kind. My mother told me. As you saw in the video, my mother told me when she was diagnosed with cancer that all greats have a story. Allow me to be your story. She is my why, and with these words, just as she does and always did, my mother inspired me and motivated me to be great beyond the circumstances, and it is in her honor that I started my foundation in 2017 and named it the Faith Fight Finish, the three words she left me and my brothers. But since, the work also honors my brother Jace, who as you saw passed from suicide during COVID in 2020, and I made a promise that that'd be one life taken to save millions. Therefore, I'm very, very thankful that this amazing for this amazing platform that allows me to do just that, share the story of my mom and my brother, and hopefully inspire so many others. Now, you don't hear a bad word about uh, Dak Prescott. You don't. I mean, you hear folks talk about his interceptions and how mediocre he is, and that the, he'll never help the Dallas Cowboys win a championship. When it comes to his character, I, I've yet to hear a bad word uttered about this man. And more often than not, when we think about professional athletes, there are so many things said, so many, how bad they are, how much they want, and this and that. Think about the full group. Think about how many athletes are actually participating professionally in each league. Hundreds upon hundreds in the NBA. You think about the same thing in the NFL, multiply that, into the thousands, if you want to think about the dudes who, who span into the practice squads of these teams. Tons. We focus in on a select few. The rest of these dudes are just out here trying to make a living. They don't even garner attention. When we talk about professional athletes, if you want to use a phrase and go ahead and throw the stars in there, most of these dudes are, are humble out here trying to make a living. And just like everybody else, most of them only play professionally for one, two, three, maybe four years, and then they're done. And they got to go into the workforce, and they have to try to make the, the most of the next, I don't know, 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, God bless them, 70s, 80s, just like the rest of us. And so kudos uh, to Dak Prescott. Kudos to, to all of the athletes that are are doing amazing things in our communities, uh, utilizing athletics to better folks. You know, I could think of, of tons of people. Uh, Dalton Reisner. Shout-outs to my main man, Dalton Reisner, of the Denver Broncos. Just always doing amazing things uh, in the community. A big shout-out to my main man, Alex Singleton. Just tackling people, former, former Eagle and, and Bronco. Mac Hollins. There are so many guys that aren't in the superstar category that wake up with what they do and decide to do amazing things tim brown mr raider this he's a legend but there's so many of these stories that aren't told there's so many things that get written that are negative and everything has to be darts because that's entertaining everybody loves a good story everybody loves a great antagonist but just please don't forget there are so many people doing so many amazing things to help out other people, whether you hear about it or not. Congratulations to Dak Prescott winning NFL 
Walter Payton, Man of the Year. And shout-outs to Jared Payton giving us a call last week. I'm going to make sure I give him a holler tomorrow as well while I'm here in Arizona. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. I'm going to get back to more of your phone calls on the other side. That's 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. We are talking NFL honors. We're talking MVP. We're talking coach of the year. We're talking Hall of Fame. And I know there's still plenty of people who want to talk NBA trade deadline. This is a busy day in the world of sports. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. I've been listening to you maybe 10, 11 months, and I always appreciate you being poignant, intelligent, and exacting when you have to be. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio, 855 212 4CBS. That's 855 212 for CBS is the number if you want to give us a call. I want to remind everybody about the inductees into this year's Hall of Fame class. These individuals will be going into Canton, Ohio. Rondé Barber, Don Coriel, Chuck Howley, Joe Klecko, Darrell Rivas, Ken Raleigh, Joe Thomas, Zach Thomas, and Demarcus Ware. Good for them. A little... uh. A little sad and disappointing, I would say, that Devin Hester won't be going in. That's someone who I identified. I can't wait until uh, he gets in, sadly. No shock that Revis went in. You know, it's it's kind of crazy. Darrell Revis, I interviewed Darrell Revis on the JR Sport Brief when he was in his rookie year. Darrell Revis is making me feel old as crap, and I'm not hell is that about? I have to talk to Darrell Rivas about this. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Rich is here from Chicago. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's up? Hey, JR. Good evening. I, uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about what you were saying about the Hall of Fame. And it, it was interesting to me as much about who was omitted. And I was telling Shep, when you talk about a guy that I've, you know, I'm an older guy, so I've seen a lot of the older generation guys that were outstanding playing in the 70s and 80s. And the guy who always got to me, and it looks like his ship has sailed, even for the senior committee, is Lester Hayes. And I just, you know, when you take a look at some of the guys that are in, and again, this it's obviously up for, up for discussion yeah. because not everybody's going to agree, but I agree with you too. We were amazed here in Chicago that Devin Hester, Hester wasn't in last year. So I guess missing it two years in a row, there's no guarantees that, uh, you know, he won't slip or he'll have to wait a while. But 
And it just strikes me, a guy like Joe Klecko, and Shep will attest to this if he's a Jets fan, he was really good, but I don't consider him a Hall of Famer. He played with Gastineau and that the New York uh, Sock Exchange team. Yep. And Klecko was, Klecko was, I would put him in a league of 15 or 20 others. So I wonder, and I know there's some criteria, but maybe you can explain it better than I can. I don't understand what is the criteria when you have people that have been omitted that I think are better. Well, let me ask you this before I, I get into that. Why do you feel Lester has not been able to get into the Hall of Fame with his success with the Raiders? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I think, as you know, in every Hall of Fame, there's a, there's a bit of, of politics involved. I don't really know if the writers or the voters, uh, if he got along well, with them. That's, you know, that's, that's, that's it. all it is. It, it comes down yeah. to the, the, the writers. This is the Associated Press. Each city that houses an NFL team, they get, they basically get a media representative from each city. They're your, they're your voters right there. Well, you know, you were talking earlier to the caller who didn't understand the true value of a defensive back. Lester Hayes is that guy. He's the guy nobody wanted to throw to. He was a man-to-man cover guy. He'd come up and make a hit. And you're right. It's not just interceptions. I'll tell you something, because I looked this up when I, I was laughing when you were talking to this guy. You know who the all-time leader is in the NFL for interceptions? Is it Mr. Green? Paul no. Krause. Krause oh, wow. of the Minnesota Vikings. You know, and if, if you think about that, would you put him up against some of the kids today? Wouldn't be close. Yeah. Well, I, I tell you. The stats can be very deceiving, and you can utilize numbers any way that you want. It's a cliche about how, how numbers never lie. That's, that's correct. Numbers are a great indicator. Um, how about this? I can look at a baseball player, and we can look at the game of baseball. Some people would say that sometimes it's too consumed by numbers as opposed to what your own eyes tell you. So that's a, that's a tricky scenario. But as long as we have writers who – who decide the votes. I know one thing is, is for certain, there are professional athletes. There is a, a committee that helps put these dudes out there for potential enshrinement. But when you boil it down, the, the writers are the ones who get them inducted. Well, there the, is there a senior group like there is in baseball for football? I believe so. I believe yeah. so. I'm not certain on that. I'll take a look. But I believe uh-huh. there is an additional group. It, it gets confusing for, like, what you just said. Baseball is also voted on by sports writers, but then the next thing you know, because the writers weren't putting in certain individuals, they started making up, I don't even know the name of some of these committees, uh, veterans committees and the, the senior committees. Like, these are supposed to be the mop-up men when the writers get things wrong. We're, we're going to look into that, Rich, and, and let you know kind of okay. what that next step is, okay? Very good. Thank you. No doubt. Thank you for calling from Chicago. You know, I know, for example, in the the basketball Hall of Fame, and I've had this I've had this conversation with, with Gary Payton. I don't know if he still happens to be, you know, on that committee, but you you have a group of dudes who sit around and go, yeah, yeah, I agree this guy should be up for, you know, nomination, and they start there. I, I think throughout the entire process. We should probably have more players 
who have a say-so and a voice, maybe the dudes who are actually in the hall. I mean, we had this conversation a few weeks ago. We have it religiously every several months about someone like Pete Rose. I've heard from some individuals already in Cooperstown who have no problem with someone like Pete Rose getting in. And then you have other people who go, man, he shouldn't be in there. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4CBS. Hurts, or excuse me, Lou is calling from Rochester. He has something to say about Jalen Hurts. Go ahead, Lou. Yeah, hi, JR. Yeah, I, I, um, I think that Hurts really uh, um, objectively deserved it because his, he, uh, his team performed exceptionally well while he was uninjured. Their only loss was to the Commanders uh, in a close game. Um, with him uh, not injured, I doubt that Eagles lose uh, to the Cowboys or New Orleans. They they could have been sixteen and one. Well, it's uh, coulda, woulda, shoulda. Yeah. Well, what about <laughs> Mahomes? Did not have like a spectacular year. He's he's always minute. been good. He, he didn't. He, Patrick, let's let's try that again. Patrick Mahomes did not have a spectacular year. What did you want him to do? Throw another fifty touchdowns? Well, 40, like, 41 well, leading well, the world. He, and... Well, JR, when, when Buffalo went into Kansas City and beat them, he lost that game. When he went into Cincinnati, he lost that game. All right. Where was exceptional play from him compared to Hurts? Well, Hurts played better. It's not, it's not an award, and, and to be clear here, I said, and I don't know if you heard this, that if I were to go ahead and give the MVP award to anyone, it would have been Jalen Hurts. You heard that, right? I did hear you say something like that. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, no I, didn't, I, mean, I, didn't, I didn't. I didn't. I guess say, I agree with you. But. Yeah, but I didn't say something like that. I said exactly <laughs> that. Well, but then my you're point right. is, I, but my point to you is to say that Patrick Mahomes did not have. An exceptional year, I think, is false. The man led the league in total yardage. He led the league in touchdowns. And it's not about, oh, man, well, we got to look at the game that he lost here. We got to look at the game he lost there. He still had a phenomenal year, man. That's it. We can give him credit without saying, I didn't didn't think he needed to be MVP. You don't have to say he didn't have a spectacular year. He did. All right. Maybe he did. But listen, on the Klecko thing and uh, Zach Thomas, and uh, I, I can't even remember what Darrell Revis. There are a couple of defenders. Oh. Rondé Barber. Well, well, Barber is like an iffy pit too. I don't know what happened this year. Uh, there's like four players. Well, that may the, not... the defense, the defense, and thank you, Lou, for calling from Rochester. This was a, a very defensive. Hall of Fame class. And you could you could pretty much say that Darrell Revis will be the biggest name. And Darrell is a Darrell is a good dude. He's a nice cat. I'm not gonna look for a riveting speech from Darrell Revis. Maybe Demarcus Ware will or, or Rondé will deliver a larger speech, but uh Darrell will be the biggest name there. And I assume, man, he's he's a jet to me. I know he went to New England and 
He's a, he's a jet. Straight out of Alakippa. 855-212-4CBS. Leo's calling from Pittsburgh. Are you in a helicopter? What are you doing? This guy's a repo man. Hey, Shep, was that a repo man? What was he doing? I had enough repo men tonight and women. You're right. We didn't have a we didn't have no repo women call. This is a repo man. That dude sounded like he was in a helicopter. Like he was coming in. Was he okay? Did he sound like that when you spoke to him? No. No. Oh, the, you know we have full phone lines. So by the time you get to them, it's sometimes five, ten minutes later. Now I'll try to say to them, you know, when we come back from break, just be ready. Uh, sometimes even even with that being said, a minute later they'll be in a completely different spot than when I spoke to him. Oh, yeah. He sounded like he was lost. Oh, he's lost calling about Juju uh, Smith-Schuster. I mean, who wants to talk about him these days? He wanted to talk about Juju Smith-Schuster. Yeah, the eleventh best receiver on the Chiefs. Ouch. Sorry. No, Juju had a great co- he had a great year, man. No, I, I I know, but he's not but he's not one of the five most important Chiefs though. I don't know why we're ta- I don't know why I want to talk about Juju Smith-Schuster. Because he's because he's a Pittsburgh guy, so he's leaving vicariously through Juju. Well, he's back. He he's in the Super Bowl. I, he been, had a good year. There's did over 100 guys in the Super Bowl. Did you hear about Juju on TikTok? No, I didn't. And that's a good thing, ain't it? That's yeah, a very good thing because I don't pay attention to TikTok. So, you you ain't missing nothing. Good. I mean, I'm over 20 years old, right? That's what I should be doing. Oh, there's a lot of people making. There's elderly people on TikTok. Really? Yes. Are they you, make TikToks? Yeah. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not. No, they, they entertaining content. Fifteen seconds. Oh God, I'll send you some. Oh, okay. I got you. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. When we come back, oh, but LeBron James just spoke. Damar Hamlin just spoke. You'll hear from them. It's the JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio. <laughs> 